Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us too. We are on computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And today we get to catch up with our favorite trio, who is headed to Oxford for the Double Decker Festival. Talking about our girls, Chapel Hart, Trey. Devin and Danica are joining us today. Hey, ladies. I'm so excited to get to catch up with you. I feel like every time I send you back into the wind, you come back with so many good things to talk about. First off, congratulations on the CMAs. What a night for you, ladies, and for Mississippi with Hardy as well. What was that like? Oh, my gosh, Rebecca. It was absolutely amazing. This is Tree, and I just have to say it was absolutely amazing. It was just, you know, another one of those dream-come-true moments. And then, like you said, we run into another Mississippi native, the one and only Hardy, and it's like like another dose of, like, just hometown goodness. Well, I love it. Um, the fact that it was buzzing with all Mississippi headlines or talk about the CMAs. Y'all showed up. Y'all did us proud, as always. You've also got your new single out, If You Ain't Wearing Boots, which is a huge hit. What's it like keep putting out new music? Because I know that takes time and you're on the road. So how's that going? Oh, my God. Rebecca, this is Danica. And let me tell you what. I always tell people, like, I see why some people have labels and why people need labels. Because the labels will tell you that it is ridiculous to to think that you're going to do a headlining tour and put out an album. And so, in a way, they keep you on track. And so we we didn't have a label. And so we were just like, yeah, let's go to our headlining tour, first headlining tour. And, um, yeah, let's, let's put out an album at the same time. So let's just say we hadn't slept much. But this album is, it is, it is just, it, it, it takes you, it takes us back to our roots. And um, Mississippi has been so supportive of us. And I think, like, I, I think I can confidently say that if you're from Mississippi, you'll just get this album. And um, the music, we were going over it last night on the bus, on the, like, as we were driving. And, you know, we were, I mean, we're just falling in love with this album. And we almost can't wait till May the 19th. We want to just... 
tell everybody about all the songs right now. <laughs> I know that on your Facebook page, I've got a link to be able to hear um, if you ain't wearing boots. I think it, it was a one and only link or something. And reading through the comments, girls, one of my favorites was a lady who said, this song reminds me of summer afternoon snapping peas at my granny's house. And I thought, oh, my gosh, <laughs> me too. Right? I mean, I think everybody had or has memories of like purple hole, you know, thumbs or snapping peas till you, you know, are ready to, you know, to, to choke something. But, but that was, that was summers in Mississippi for, for many folks. Yes, indeed. Yes, this is true. And it's so funny that you say that because we were discussing that exact comment because, like, it's such a vivid memory. Like, even, like, us as kids, we used to snap peace so much that we would play, like, when we would play and pretend, we would even play with, like, little plants and pretend to snap peas because it was fun. It was just something we always did. It was fun until it wasn't. And then Granny said, you got to finish your bundle and then you can go out and play. <laughs> <laughs> but you girls are you don't have time to snap peas right now. What about the Rolling Stones? You girls made it into the Rolling Stones. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Rebecca, this is Devin and I like you said, like every time something amazing happens, something else comes up. And we truly just feel super, super blessed and honored to even be in the conversation right now and to be in Rolling Stone is just mind blowing in itself. Well, I thought it was a wonderful article. It was beautiful pictures. You girls definitely uh, belong there. But you are still on tour, and that's your Glory Days tour. I guess a stop in that is going to be this weekend. You're either in Oxford or headed to Oxford for Double Decker Festival. Where are you in your tour? Are y'all halfway done, midway done? Where are we in counting down the days or counting down the um, performances? Um, This is still Devin. We have about a little bit over a month left. It's gone by fast or slow or some days it, it depends. It, 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 you know, it feels, Danica always says, like, musician years are a little bit different. Like, it feels like we've been gone for years at this point. Like, <laughs> four months equals four years oh my in musician years. I mean, Tom, so, but we've been having a blast, and it's been awesome getting to meet, you know, all of our fans who are post-AGT fans, pre-AGT fans. And it it is it has been amazing. So we got this weekend. When do y'all take the stage in Oxford? We are going to be. This is Tree, and we are going to be performing at seven o'clock at seven forty-five at the Double Decker Festival. And we are super excited to be back home and performing in front of a crowd of Mississippians. The last time. We were at Oxford. We had one heck of a time, and we have a feeling that tonight is going to be even better. Well, I think you girls are in for a treat there. The weather's supposed to be great. The people love to come to Oxford and rock out for sure, and they love following you around, and they can still do that. So even if they can't make it tonight, you guys got, what, a month left? Where can they go to, like, find your tour dates and, and all of that? Um, You can visit chapelheart.com, and we have a page on there with the rest of our tour dates, and I think later on in the summer we have some stuff coming up in Mississippi. So you guys definitely need to head over to chapelheart.com and get those tickets. I know we'll be on the Gulf Coast some, so y'all come out and see us. We love our Mississippi fans and our family. We can't wait to see y'all. 
Okay, the another thing on your Facebook that took me back to wasn't my granny, but it was my great auntie uh, Maldi and my uncle Clennard. They were cloggers. They were cloggers back whenever yes! you had cloggers at the Mississippi State Fair. It was a whole thing. There was a big stage. You look forward to it every year. They put on their little outfits and got their clogs out, and they did the whole thing. And I have not thought about clogging until they went to meet Jesus, and then they no longer have it there at the State Fair. Tell me about the nationwide clogging contest. Listen, Rebecca. So first of all, we got it. Our very first time we ever had a chance to perform this song, we uh, were blessed to have the Opry cloggers to uh, to dance along with us as we debuted "Welcome to Fist City." And we just, we loved clogging growing up and watching it and all the things. And so we decided to hold a nationwide clogging contest. And, um, it's a TikTok, it's a TikTok contest. All you got to do is upload your video of you clogging to the chorus of Welcome to Fish City. And, um, you put it on TikTok, hashtag Chapel Heart, hashtag W2 Fish City. And what we'll do is we'll watch them, we'll pick our favorite three, and then we'll put it on, we'll put the videos on YouTube and have our fans vote for which one they like the best. And whoever they like the best will win $1,000. And so right now there's one little girl hanging on TikTok and she's got on her boots and, um, she submitted her video. So I'm telling you, for if you're a dance teacher, if, yeah, there's some dance teams who are, they're getting their routines together. They, t- they, they emailed us and said, look, we're giving us, we got, we need a couple weeks, but we're getting our routine together we got this so upload your videos you could win a thousand dollars and we i'm just excited to see all of the um clogging videos and we may or may not have uh it's it's the worst clogging that you've ever seen but we we did a video the other day with me dev and tree and um let's just say say we won't win the thousand yeah we won't win the thousand dollars but it was (laughs) so much fun (laughs) taking a stab at it so well it was definitely something i want to keep up with because it brings back super memories for me i too would have two left feet i would not win the thousand dollars i did not get those jeans (laughs) in the in the family tree but um but i think it is so fun and lastly i wanted to give you girls just a second to acknowledge that there are a lot of scammers out there with your merchandise i saw that and i just want folks that are supporting you to make sure they're supporting the right chapel heart and it you know when you reach a level of success sometimes it comes with baggage but we don't want folks getting um you know not going in the right places so how are y'all helping folks find you guys so we we are encouraging our fans to make sure that you look for the blue check marks when you are you know when you're talking to Chapel Heart or you're dealing with Chapel Heart anything that is going to be us that make sure that you see that official check and um, if 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 it all comes to fail send us an email at chapelheart.com um, our email is there info at Chapel Heart but y'all please please please. Any official merch, anything that we're selling is going to be on our website. And um, we have just been through the ringer with scammers, and it is just, it, it's the hardest thing. Like, you know, we, I, in a sense, we didn't know, like, this is going to be one of the, the, the hard uh, boulders that were going to be in our way. But, um, y'all, if you could help us, and anybody that you see, you know, illegally selling Chapel Heart merchandise, please, please, please report it. Um, report them, report what they're doing. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to do our best to, to. Absolutely. Well, we know. got your back, girls, and we'll look for that blue check mark. Thanks. I look for you guys coming back soon with, with more good things to share. We love you. Rock it out tonight. And thanks for your time. Thank we you. Love you Rebecca. All right. You guys stick with us. We got more good things for you coming up next. You can have him, Joe.
and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. good things we are on your computer your mobile device you can watch it on roku amazon fire tv devices you can even catch us on youtube you can also watch good things live on ceasefire tv if you've got that we are on channel 70 right next to the weather channel which is looking nice and a little rainy but mostly nice for the weekend you can also catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts and coming up next you got sports talk mississippi they are going to be on the square in oxford today for the annual double decker festival as we just talked to the ladies chapel heart gearing up to take the stage later tonight she said 7 45 that's she correct says. so if you're in town go ahead and get ready for that there's a ton of things happening at this year's double decker festival not only will chapel heart be there but you're going to have southern rock band blackberry smoke which from all of the comments i have seen said if you hadn't seen them and you're into classic rock or that kind of genre of music they are great so get out enjoy um enjoy the great outdoor the great out enjoy the great outdoors in town <laughs> well you're still out of doors you're still out you're definitely still out of doors uh in in that way also, if you want to connect with us and keep up with what's going on here in Mississippi, the best way to do that is over on the Good Things Facebook group. I shared a few good headlines I've seen here lately, one being our very own Steve Azar, who's the host of In a Mississippi Minute. He's going to be fe- featured in a new television series spotlighting, spotlighting rising music stars from across the U.S. It's called Banded, the Musician Competition. You can read about it over at supertalk.fm, but I think that's um, that's pretty cool. I think he'll make a, you know, he's got a long history of uh, mentoring young talent there at DMI on Delta State's campus, and then having been in the business for as long as he has, ups and downs and all rounds, I feel like he'll probably be a great a great judge. I think it would be something fun to watch. Is he a him. judge or a mentor? I don't know. Maybe I think he's a mentor, mentor. on okay. the show. That's why you should read the article past the headline. <laughs> He'll be doing the same thing as the coaches on, like, The Voice oh, do. That's awesome. That's even better. Well, semi-judge. He'll have to, like, send people home and whatever you call it. Be mean. Not be mean, but be critical. I would, I'd be terrible. I'd be awful Everybody at gets it. a 10. Except for you. You get a 9.9, but you have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. Or you catch me on the wrong day, and it would just be the other way, and I'd leave people crying and scarred for life, and sort of in Like that was amazing. I've never heard such sounds come out of the human voice, and you're just like zero. Get out of here. You think about it, and you know we talk a lot about those shows here and the good talent that Mississippi has represented right now. Still, Holly Brand voice. You've got um, Zechariah and Colin on. American Idol, and Idol, I guess, and then you get Chapel Heart, AGT, and all the others in between, which they're not still on it, but still. I guess Idol was sort of the first here in America that kind of brought, I mean, I know you had, um, I mean, Star Search was was a thing, was a thing, but did they have judges that would be as vocal as 
Um, I don't think you even really ever saw the judges other than their introduction. Then you just had their score come across the screen. Right, which is a much easier way to go about telling someone that they are best suited for another profession than the way Simon Cowell kind of introduced us to. Do you think? Okay, so do you think American Idol would have lasted twenty something seasons now with kids who don't know life without American Idol had he not been disgruntled? No. I mean, that that British stiff upper lip, straight to the point, cut you deep kind of mentality, that was the backbone of at least three TV shows. I mean, think about The Weakest Link. Remember that game show? Would that have been nearly as much fun without the red-headed British lady going, you are The Weakest Link, goodbye? No. What is it about us that want to see people get... Cut out from under, their legs, cut out from under them, not figuratively. Well, the Germans. I mean, have a not word for literally, it. figuratively. <laughs> That'd be a totally different TV show. <laughs> I feel like that's something that would have start in Japan and then make its way um, over here. Oh man, the Japanese have some weird TV shows. But yeah, what? the Germans have a word for it. it it's, a, it's a human emotion. It's called the Germans call it Schadenfreude, but translated, it means happiness at the misfortune of others. As long as nobody gets hurt, it's gonna be funny. I agree. I, I do agree. And you do want, because it does feel like, and there's so many sort of spinoffs. I was watching a show earlier um, paying respects to Jerry Springer. It was actually Mari Povich, who still has a show on. And he brought up the fact that if you think back to the 90s, the 90s was like that just golden age of talk television. I mean, you had, oh, I couldn't, it would take us all day to sort of name them all. Of course, you had Jerry Springer, Mario Poetry, but you had Oprah, Ricky Lake, you had Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Raphael. You had... Um, Coolest name ever. Yes, I mean, you had, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I can see their faces. I'm not as uh, as, as good with the, you know, with the different names. And I don't think I ever watched a single second of Sally, Jesse, Raphael, but I know the really? name, and I will always remember that And name. the haircut, and the little... Did she have the glasses? Yes. Okay, yeah. So I at least remember her. And then, yeah, and so then, the, like, I think they were saying, it was like 10 or 11 of them going on at one time, like all spanning sort of the show. And then, obviously, they all fell off, and only a few rose to the top and sort of stayed. Well, that's because they were all copying Oprah. Correct. Um, but, obviously, like, you have your Jerry Springer, which was a complete outlier, and then you had your – but anyway – you feel that way right now with um, not just talent competitions, but it feels like the the singing has got to reach a uh, a cap at some point. Well, I mean, we've got the what what is the one the mask singer, where the, you take a singing show but that's more, and you're you already add famous. costuming to it. But now they've got the um, oh, who has the Late Show? Um, who's fun, who's I can't think of his name. He's got a new one out. It's like my jam. Um, something my jam. Um, Unfamiliar with that one. Jay Leno. Who took Jay Leno's spot? <sighs> Late night with. Are we that? James Corden. Craig no, he Ferguson, just he just he just Jimmy retired. Fallon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, you see how much I spend? How much time too. I spend watching late night talk shows? <laughs> me too. I was good. You were, we were. We were going to get. There. At least we didn't have to start all the way back at like Arsenio Hall. We could be we well, at least knew what time talk frame. Show that was that would have been um, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been during that during that time as well. Um, but you just feel like they have, and then you had the moment, the one show where they tried to do the songwriting, and then the you just wonder at what point are we? Do we tap out? And then some, what comes next? 
Oh, I'm sure there's a, an executive or a producer or somewhere, maybe even an executive producer working for a TV station or TV network that's probably watching a lot of international TV because look at all the hits that have been kind of borrowed and changed up a bit. And then here's the American version, like The Office. That was a British comedy about a British office. And now you got The American Office that was did gangbusters. You got Ninja Warrior. That ran for like 30 seasons in Japan before America had their own American Sitcoms Ninja Warrior. Sitcoms are not the same as they used to be. No. They are just simply not the same. Phil Donahue, Mailman and Clayton. There's said. another one. There's another one. It was that those hours of like one. Oprah came on, I think, at three or four. I can't remember now. But it was before the news. But you had that like from two to 4 p.m. sort of hour where you would just bounce back and forth. And that's before you had DVRs and all the things. Long you, before TiVo was a thing. Yeah. And so. Which TiVo is not even a thing anymore. Is it not? Did it go away? I mean, the company TiVo went away, yeah. I think they got bought out by DirecTV, maybe, to incorporate DVR into their boxes. I know somebody bought them out. It may not have been a DirecTV. Speaking of Jerry Springer, who, you know, God rest his soul, did you ever watch? Did you have to watch? Oh, yeah. It was just like a... That was that was one of those where you, you never quite knew what you were going to get, and it was always going to be wild. Although... After his passing, I've seen a lot of people pointing out that he did have some heartfelt moments on that crazy TV show of his. Like, there's a, a video going viral of two children who were diagnosed with AIDS. One little girl and one little boy. And they both really loved the wrestler Razor Ramon, who was like the quintessential bad guy in wrestling. I mean, he's got the slick back hair, he's got the toothpick, he's got the attitude. But out comes Razor Ramon to hang out with the kids on the stage with Jerry Springer, bringing them gold chains, because he had a gold chain, bringing them a little chain for each one, and a awesome. t-shirt, and just hanging with them. Most people are giving him props for always acknowledging what the show was and what it wasn't. Being Jerry Springer, he was very aware Always taking, not taking himself too seriously and poking fun at himself, but never making fun of the folks who sh who chose to share their dirty laundry on television, which I think is is really um, always. He always had that kind of like, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just holding space for you to share your personal business right here with national television and we all watch like now we just all put it on social media exactly and now we're just like hmm, my life's a little better thank you jerry <laughs> stick with us we got more for you up next Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Trick 
song? No, this is the trailer music for Big George Foreman. Welcome back to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalktv.com if you'd like to see. We got Tanya in the house to talk movies, and this is one that I feel like I would be interested in seeing. Yeah, I think so, too. It's like, this is a year of so many biopics, um, and who doesn't love George Foreman? And I didn't know a lot of his story. Yeah. Which I still don't know a whole lot. I hadn't seen the movie, but just with the what they've been sharing. Yeah. So in this one, you get to just kind of see his, you know, humble beginnings. He grew up in poverty and how he used that, you know, in his favor to become the success he is. So do you have a George Foreman grill? Of course I do. I do, too. I have, I've had all the sizes, and then my mom still has, like, the really mega one that you give put like 14 hamburgers on at one time like when the family came over apps i mean and i heard he actually sold that company so it keeps the name i don't know if he gets royalties off of but he no longer like owns it okay Yeah. yeah It was a good payday for him. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I wonder, I don't know if you're a fan of The Office, but one of the big episodes was when Michael burned his foot on the George Foreman grill. And I wonder if their sales spiked after that episode aired. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I do know that that was a really good business decision for George Foreman. For yeah. Sure. Have you seen the documentary? I have not seen it yet. Um, or I guess it's a movie. It's yeah. A yeah. Um, but yeah, it starts today alongside of polite society which is a movie that is right up my alley it's about a sister who her older sister isn't about to get married and she does not like the idea of this sister getting married to this guy and so she um just plans a wedding heist she's going to make sure it doesn't happen (laughs) so it just looks like a lot of fun um and then um are you there god it's me margaret based on um the book by um <clears throat> judy bloom who for whatever reason even the bo- the books were around when i was a kid i just totally missed out on the whole judy bloom thing i'd never read any of the books really i think guess i had heard of her but there's a lot of excitement brewing around this one. I think she held out for a really long time before yeah. she would allow it to become a movie. I actually watched an interview with her last night, and I think it's a mix of that. I think people were trying to take over and do things she didn't want. Um, and then I think she just kind of got the short end of the stick on some deals. And so it, now the time is right. The right people have come along. And... The way she describes it, it sounds like this might be the first of many movies we see from her books. So it's really exciting. She's 85 years old, which is hard to believe. She looks great, mentally <clears throat> sharp as a tack. So um, anyway, it's PG-13, but it's it follows the book very closely um, from what I understand. And it's just a, a story about a little girl who's parents are two different religions uh, one Christian one Jewish I think and they've kind of made the decision that they're going to let her decide what she wants and so it's her trying to get some questions answered along with some of the other questions that come along in those preteen my favorite is just in the clip where she goes to buy her first little bra and then she's like I can't wait to get this off and her mom's like welcome to woman yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rachel McAdams plays her mom. It was interesting. Kathy Bates is also in it as her grandmother. 
And then when I first put that together, I was like, oh, I have always thought Kathy Bates and Rachel McAdams look alike. I mean, they really have a lot of the same features. And I thought they could totally play mother and daughter. But it's not her mother. It's her husband's mother. So anyway, I thought that was um, interesting. Will you see this one? I will. I can't wait to see it. And um, this week I actually went to see Guy Ritchie's The Covenant and went with my husband kind of thinking uh, I wasn't going to kind of had low expectations, not because I didn't think the movie would be good, but it's just not really my kind of a movie, I thought. But I loved it. I thought it was so well done. And I really didn't know a whole lot about it going in. I I thought it was based on a true story. And it sort of kind of is. Like, the characters are all fictional, but it's based on things that really actually happened. Um, And so in this one, you've got, it starts off, and, you know, it's after 9-11. You've got all these troops in Afghanistan, you know, doing the work, you know, looking for landmines and or IEDs and um anyway you know as part of that the american troops recruit translators or interpreters who are against the taliban uh, for whatever reason they don't believe in their cause or you know whatever and in exchange you know they get paid of course but they also are given visas to come and live in America when it's all over. But unfortunately, <clears throat> the story that we see is Jake Gyllenhaal plays the main um, officer, and, or not officer, but... Soldier. Soldier, thank you. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's the allergy season, man. <clears throat> we are upon us, yeah. But he um, has this interpreter who makes it very clear the reason he's there is because he needs the money but you find out later that his son had been killed by the taliban so he's you know he's on, got a yeah he's got on his shoulder too. yeah and um anyway he you know just during the whole process i mean you just see him in in the battlefield just like our soldiers and when it's over jake's character's injured and this guy drags him through the desert successfully getting him back home Yet he was left behind, and Jake's character says, I can't stay. You know, he's back home with his family, enjoying life, but not really enjoying life because right. he cannot stand what's happened to this now friend. And so he does what it takes to go back over there and try to get him back, get his visas and get him to America. And the true part of it is a lot of those interpreters were left behind. Many were killed because the Taliban would find them and kill them. Um, And there's a lot in hiding as we speak. So, you know, that's one of the things about this movie is that it's kind of shining a light on that, you know kind of a black eye kind of a black eye but then an opportunity just to raise awareness and who knows what could you know sort of come of that and to remind us too that you know it's not just a movie there's real lives that were involved in it exactly and this one is rated r just because of the war violence language that kind of thing but don't tell taylor swift but Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic in this movie. I just love him Does in she this not movie. Like him? <laughs> do they have? Do they have a? a, a is there a rift? With the Swifties. <laughs> oh, you got ten minutes. I can play you a song. <laughs> did they date? 
This is you want to talk about being out of like what's trending and hot. I had no idea, huh? Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that, one of her many, many men that she sings about. So. Well, she's got to get, um, you know, I guess inspiration from somewhere, and he's not a bad place to do it. I was going to say, <laughs> keep keep going because her music's great. If I do say so. Um, so yeah. So we've got. Uh, next weekend, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It's supposed to be a very emotional ending to that oh God, series. Yeah. Um, Love Again comes out the next weekend. This one is Sam Hewen from Outlander that plays Jamie. He is in it alongside um, Priyanka Chopra, Chopra yeah. Jonas. Mm-hmm. Um, Fast X comes out the next weekend, like the tenth Fast and Furious movie. Uh, Little Mermaid is also uh, coming at the end of May. So every weekend in May, we've got something big. And Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse comes out the first weekend of June, which is the an animated uh, Spider-Man movie. The first one was so great, good and won all kinds of awards. So I'm really excited to see this one. Um, then you've got Transformers the next weekend. Elemental, which is a new Pixar animated film, then The Flash, then Indiana Jones, wow, and the Dial of Destiny, then Mission Impossible. It's gonna be a summer. Oppenheimer is after that. Barbie oh. and Disney's Haunted Mansion. I just feel like Barbie's gonna be obnoxious. I can't decide what I think. I will definitely be seeing it. Just but to say you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's just the even just the trailer. It's the voice. I'm just like ah. Yeah, <laughs> nails on top or can't do it. But I mean, you'll have people who will flock to see it. I'm oh sure. yeah, it's gotten so much hype. I mean, from the day that it was announced that it Wasn't was a lot coming, of drama behind the scenes for Barbie too. I'm not sure. I know that there was a little bit of drama with the casting. Like, this is like it took them a while to get it off the ground because hmm. there's not a Ken and Barbie just walking around L.A. somewhere just to pick up off the yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but lots to look forward to. Uh, so we'll make sure we keep up with you, Tanya. But you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Things. Don't forget, you can stream us live over at supertalk.fm. You can stream us from the Supertalk Mississippi app. You can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. You can watch us, too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just go to supertalktv.com. Over on the text line, someone asked about where we could find the link to the veteran in Rolling Fork that lost his house, and Purple Heart is trying to raise money for, for him. If you missed that interview, that was Tuesday here on Good Things. You can find that in podcast 
platform or on YouTube, but you can also go to 7daysforthetroops.org, or you can find 7 Days for the Troops on Facebook if you want to learn more about helping um, them get the tiny home for the veteran there in Roland Fork. They're so close to their uh, their goal there. We will absolutely be following that story here on Good Things. Thank you for asking. And on Super Talk, don't forget too, on Super Talk Mississippi News team is covering your Mississippi stories. So if you want to stay up to date with all things going on and getting breaking news emails as well, well, you can sign up for free at uh, supertalk.fm slash newsletter. I walked in here the other day, Rhino, and I was hit with a smell that immediately made me want popcorn. And it made me think, what are those smells that a moment you walk in and you smell food, what specific foods when you smell, you automatically, no matter how full you are, no matter what you just say, you're like, I need that in my life. Popcorn is that for me. If I walk in and someone is not burnt, but freshly made popcorn, I will have popcorn on the brain until I get popcorn. Do you have a food that does that to you? Cinnamon rolls. Really? So it's like you walk in, you smell cinnamon rolls, and it's like, that's it, I'm out. I got to have a cinnamon roll. There's Even if it's just like, hey, all the rolls are gone, but there's a little bit of icing on I'm, I'm going to have to scrape off a little bit of that icing. And sort of, and figure it out. Now, there's some things you walk in and you go, oh, that smells good. What you cooking, right? And you're like, oh, you know, and you move on. And then there's other things. It's like, man, going to have to have that. Like for me in the morning, too, it's coffee. Smell it. Got to have it. I can't like not have that. But the other day, it was such a just instant in my brain that and I've been thinking I haven't had it and actually it was yesterday I think it was maybe the day before and I haven't had it yet and I'm still jonesing for some popcorn ever since the entire place back there was um, covered or not covered filled filled, filled with filled, the smell filled with smell bacon Dan in Hattiesburg says bacon someone else says bacon bacon definitely has that smell that it's like I just I'm gonna need a bite. Dustin from Walden on the ceasefire text lines with me with a sweet tooth, but he's going with brownies. I am the same way, but it's like chocolate chip cookies. It's the smell of like the warm out of the oven because they don't have a smell. So some baked things don't have a smell. They'll have that distinct smell after they've been baked. Right. It's the process of them baking that fills the house with certain aromas or the like a barbecue pit doing a, like pork or something but see even that pork, i can you, smell you it smell the smoke you smell the cooking but and it smells good and you're once like, it's on a plate you don't really think of that smoke sm- smell no and i guess if i'm if i'm hungry then yes bring it to me but it's not that instant i could be full minding my own business get a wolf of it and it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna need some pulled pork i can say oh that smells good and go on with my day popcorn chocolate chip cookies Homemade bread, Jeff, Jeff in Oxford says, Bobby and Batesville, fresh turnip greens. Strange, I know, but it's mine. That's probably connected to a specific season. I would even say we're getting into that um, BLT season, bacon, um, your BLTs. And yes, the bacon, but that when you slice like a fresh tomato, when you just know that that's what we're, that this is what's going to happen, it's hard not to get ready and enjoy that. Um, as well but turnip greens i mean that hey you smell them you're like man i gotta have them darren and jackson on the ceasefire text line chimes in with frying chicken yeah but but see again for me if i smell it 
That smells great, but I can fried okra now, which really I don't know if it has a smell as much as just I know what it's going to taste like. That's probably more of a visual. I see it and I can't not have one. There's no way there can be a pile of fried okra on the stove. I don't care what religious fast, new diet, food allergy I might have found myself into in my belly. I cannot say no to fried okra. It's impossible. Leo and Macomb on the ceasefire text line. Crystal. If you smell the crystal, you gotta have a crystal. Yeah, they have a very distinct smell, too, that's not like any other sort of fast food place. I bought a bear of smoke. Smoke. <laughs> a bear of smoke. <laughs> it smells like bourbon, and now my wife accuses me of drinking, of drinking too much now. They can get very good with their different scents and smells and things. I don't know if that is the best thing to bathe in before going to work, but it would make for interesting conversation from your boss. Like, hey, you feeling all right? You were gone for lunch for a while. Just reeking of good. I swear it's soap. I swear it's soap. <laughs> I'm going to have to have some popcorn this weekend. I got to nix that craving in the bud. All right, stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk. Remember, they are on location in Oxford for Double Decker. So get out and enjoy. Say hi. Uh, Rhino and I will meet you back here to a Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.